All right, what's going on, everybody? My name is Isaac Mihongos. I'm a photographer and web video producer, and we're back with another podcast. So today we're going to go over the Lens Baby Velva 28 with that radiant glow. We're going to go over Sony, uh, and they've just patented a new lens um, or a new way of focusing with the lens. It's basically like a Lytro. And then we're going to go over Zoom because I, I feel like Zoom's going down the drain. But it's still like the most popular contacting app. So let's get started. Let's start off with the lens baby 28 millimeter. Here's some of the breakdowns. A 28 millimeter f 2.5 lens for both DSLRs and mirrorless camera that produces, ta quote, tack sharp detail beneath a layer of radiant glow, end quote. It's supposed to give you, quote, a creative lens effect. Uh, it's two inches. Uh, <laughs> no, not not like that. It's um, it's essentially a cam. It's essentially a wide lens with a nice glow, a nice glowing effect. And on top of that, apparently, it's versatile in the way that you can step away like two inches, and it turns into a macro photography lens. Um, and the way that it creates this glow from the video that I got is that you know you move around the aperture and it creates the glow. The wider the aperture. So if you're shooting f2, the bigger the glow, and it starts off at $550. Um, and I just think it's like the worst lens ever made. Like, it is like the results are horrible. Who thought this was a smart idea? Uh, it's not very good. Like, Lens Babies makes some really great lenses. Like, I've seen what they're able to do, some really creative tilt shift lenses, but the <laughs> But the results from this camp from this lens are just so gross. It's like someone decided to bump down the clarity and then, you know, blast the highlights and the shadows and add some fade. And I just I feel like there was a better way to use their time and their production pro and their production power aside from making this really ugly overpriced lens and it's like this it's just like the effect is so gimmicky it's it's not even cool like what are we trying to achieve here i just if you look at the i'll link down the uh the petapixel article but i mean i already described it and i really don't know i, I will say it does look very pretty the lens the lens for the dslr one looks prettier than the one for the mirrorless the mirrorless one is a bit bigger. Um, it, it does look very pretty. Uh, but the results you get from it, $550. I'll skip on this one. And I don't know. Like, there are a lot of better options. And you are definitely wasting a lot of your money with this lens. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very disappointed in Lens Baby. And that's that's just a short, short story for this one. Lens Baby, you can do way better. Uh, next, Sony patents multi-lens, multi-lens lens that may let you uh, take pic take pictures first and then focus later. This is on Petapixel as well. Um, so, like the like the title describes, it will allow you to shoot first and then focus your photo later. Um, the way that this 
is being produced is that a lens, so the description reads, a lens that you can pop onto your camera, current mirrorless in order to capture detailed depth information that could even let you focus your images after the fact. Uh, this is possible because the lens contains multiple lenses and sensors, each shooting at different focal lengths. Uh, if you've been in the photo game for quite a while, you know that of Lytro, right? Like it was like seven years ago now, six years ago. The fro uh, is like, this is like the worst thing ever. And, you know, I kind of disagree with him. Uh, I think we've seen the the progression of, I say this all the time because it's true, the progression of technology um, has sort of already given us that, you know, manipulate the photo later. I think the best example is with you know our iphones like we are able to control the aperture later but this is with focus and i think this is really interesting one um being able to focus later especially if we're able to put this on to different camera systems like the mirrorless and this is where you know mirrorless are definitely going to be shining um it'd be really useful i think being able to control the focus is more important because let's say you're at a wedding, you know, you're taking a portrait and you miss it and you can like slightly bring it back. Um, Canon already tried to do this in the past, but it failed. Like I, I remember they introduced like the software to, I forgot what the name was. See, it wasn't even that popular that I, I remember the name and I'm pretty much very into Canon. Um, but let's talk about the idea of refocusing. I think it's really smart. Lytro brought it into the world of photography, but I don't think it was the right company to do so. Um, we now let's go to like the current president, right? Like we already have it to some extent with our iPhones. I personally don't use it that much in portrait mode. It's nice to have, but in phones, it feels very gimmicky. Um, maybe that's because you know, if you're a photographer, you can kind of tell the difference between like actual bokeh that comes from a nice piece of glass as compared to just your your iPhone, right? Or your Android or whatever you shoot. I just say iPhone because it's like the most well-known one. Um, but if you're capturing with a nice piece of glass, I think it'll make a huge difference. Uh, you know, just stacking exposures as well. I think it's a really creative tool that has yet to be cracked. Sony, I feel like they can do it. You know, this is the way... Oh, it's Sony patents it. Did I say Nikon earlier? Uh, yeah, it's Sony that that patents this. And it's really, really... If any company can do it and push it, it's definitely going to be Sony. Because now that we have the R5, this is a way to reinvent the lens. So I'm really excited about the project. I just don't know how it'll play out because i mean we already saw canon trying to do it they failed it didn't pick up it didn't do that well and they haven't mentioned it since i believe the the mark four the mark four was the last one to have it and I, i'm excited but again like i i some the company that cracks this is going to be the one that everyone's going to be flocking to and everybody's going to want their technology and <clears throat> But yeah, that's that's it. That's it for that one too. The the mechanism actually. Let's just talk about the way it looks. It looks very interesting. It looks like, hmm, uh, how do I describe this? Well, if you look at, uh, 
how do I describe this? Let's see. What's something that you switch over and over? It's like a revolver, right? So it's like a circle, it revolves, and I guess that's a way to get different lens effects. Um, but yeah, just go check out the article because it's it's a really interesting design. And I think it'll really change the way we see lenses and the way we operate and the way we shoot. Um, and I think it's just really great if you miss the focus in an important day. Now let's talk about Zoom. Zoom releases 5.0 update with security and privacy uh, improvements. Um, so one of the bulletins says that Zoom promised a 90 day feature freeze to fix privacy and security issues and the company is delivering on some of those promises. A new Zoom 5.0 update is rolling out today that is designed to address some of the many complaints that Zoom has faced in recent weeks. Um, and Zoom also improved some of the encryption upgrading to the A AES 256-bit GCM encryption standard. So, you know, it's really interesting to see Zoom kind of dominate the space when we have so many other options to communicate. And I don't know if it became the most popular one because of the fact that they're like in any big corporation, right? Like, I think Skype kind of is pretty cool that they're pretty well integrated with Microsoft. But I think there's there's this really great um, YouTube video by Company Man that shows why it's sort of, I wouldn't say fizzled out. It's just in like this weird limbo and this is like the best opportunity they have. Zoom, clearly, uh, we talked about them in the past. It's not very trusting. It's kind of weird, like... If you go and research like the privacy stuff, the way it's routed, it's really bizarre, right? Um, and I've personally uninstalled this thing because apparently, you know, that's what I like to do <laughs> when I read these things that, you know, they don't have all their eggs lined up and they're not encrypted and they're being sent through some like freaking like other government and stuff, right? Um, but I, I think it's, it's still interesting to see that they're the most popular one, right? Um, the The most important thing here is to probably uninstall this because not only are they being banned from schools, now they're being banned by the government, now they're being banned by Google, which is, I think it's really funny, right? Like, Google isn't using Google Hangouts to have Google Meetings. Um, but yeah, this, that is, that's so weird. And if you have Zoom, I'd, probably uninstall it if I were you because if you have an iPhone you you we do realize that we begged for group calls for like the longest time and now we have them and that's way better than Zoom um but yeah in terms of the 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 way that this is going to be in the future just my predictions is that I don't know who's going to be using this like is this like a one hit wonder app because it looks like it, right? Like, they popped, they did everything, everybody downloaded them, and now everybody's uninstalling them. Uh, it is definitely one of the easier to use, but with all the privacy concerns, just like, you know, look out for your data, look up, look up, like, the way that it functions, do your own little research, and decide if you want to keep on using this app, because, hey, man, like, everyone's like, yo, don't use don't use this the, this app. It's not very good. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. This is going to be a short pod. and Because there's not many news. 
and I feel like we're running into this thing with content that, you know, it all kind of revolves around the same thing. This is why I've been like holding down the podcast. I think every other day is a little bit better because it lets, you know, some buffer time to see if there's other news aside from COVID-19 news because everything just like the same story. And uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to go stale on this. Um, but that's it for right now. Make sure to check out my video on the Canon R5. I think it's uh, pretty well done. And I'm excited about the R5 just in general. At the end of the day, I thank you so much for your time and your attention. My name is Isaac Miangos, and I'll catch you in the next one.